1: Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is June 14th. Andy, how we doing?
0: Brendan, I'm doing great. We are uh, recording here, not live, but it feels like we're recording live from the Dratty House. Uh, I'm just excited. I can't wait. A good long day on the golf course today. I feel like I, uh, I picked up some things. Just seeing these guys playing around LACC has been really fun.
1: Uh, we are from the Dratty House, not in the Dratty House, to specify. We are at it. We are on outside on the balcony overlooking the hills of uh, Los Angeles. Not the hills. Um, we're overlooking Los Angeles. We are Angeles. on the, we're hills. In the hills. Yeah, we're in the hills overlooking Los Look at Angeles. Look
0: double clarification uh, right off to the, that.
1: Thanks to Dratty for their support this week. We, we're, we get, you know, pounding the pavement out on the... Uh, uh, Streets of Los Angeles and then out at LACC. They've got us here. So it's been a great couple days so far. We got another day on Wednesday to kind of digest. Maybe we'll do a one-take podcast. Who knows? Who, who knows what could come Wednesday? But this will be our official preview podcast. Biggest, biggest preview note I learned today on the grounds. Or most amusing. Most shotgun start-esque. Talking to Brentley, friend of the program, Golf Channel. <laughs> Vincent Norman. New nickname for Vincent Norman, the candy man. <laughs> he apparently worked at a candy store or candy shop, candy manufacturer of some sort in Sweden for like the first whatever, fifteen years of his life. And the argument was posed to us that that's like being an accountant in Sweden. <laughs> it's like completely it's, absurd. It's like that this is like a, a prominent position and that there's many of the candy. Do you men think do you think Ludwig Aber grew up I don't working know. in a candy
0: store? Do you think Alex Norin grew up working at a candy store. I don't think so. So
1: two new nicknames added to the SGS lexicon: the Candy Man for Vincent Norman and Prime Prime Time for Dion Germausch or whatever <laughs> you want to say. Dion Prime Time Gurmishish, whatever his name is. He's South African. I watched him actually a little bit play with Jason Day early in the morning. So can, those are two nicknames. New can nicknames. I
0: can I tell you an amusing thing? Uh, you know, a prominent a prominent PGA Tour player was was asking me how the house was prominent okay and uh and so you know bitching about
1: how it's too far up the hill exactly that's the first thing i said off the plane so so
0: i I said to him i was like you know it's great the hill's a pain in the ass though we got it it takes 10 15 minutes to get up and down it and he goes now you're sounding like a pga tour player and uh yeah i thought about it i'm lanto you know it's really getting on my nerves having to go up and down this hill I don't know why people would want to live on this hill.
1: <laughs> I mean it's a view.
0: It's a beautiful view, but it's not functional. You can't walk the dog, you can't do I mean I can't like go to C V S or something, yeah. it just
1: seems not worth it. It's you an just stay ordeal up the hill. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. I guess if you just like to be a hermit and stay in your house, sure, this is the place for you, sure. But I don't know. I don't think I could do the hill. I'm I'm more of a, a foothills guy <laughs> than a hill guy.
1: A, a canyon or a valley, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a little too far up. But you know, we can't complain. It's it's an amazing setting we got. Maybe here we could get. Maybe, maybe
0: we'll get a real estate expert to tell us the virtues of hill living.
1: Hey, where are you at right now with this? Like, just general feeling about this U.S. Open. It seems like as we talk about this setting that we're in our hill home (laughs) it's like unlike anything else that the u.s opens seen certainly in our recent time right i mean brookline was an urban area um we've had you know Torrey pines i guess san diego like we've had them in cities but this is a unique championship it feels like i'll tell you like not to sugarcoat it like i think the golf geeks like us and people who listen to this podcast are incredibly excited about it, and also are like enthused by the Los Angeles aspect of it, and it being right in the city. I'm not sure anyone around here even knows it's happening. I've <laughs> talked to several people. Some people came up from San Diego, or like you know, Orange <laughs> County, they're like, told guys I was leaving to go up to the practice round. didn't even know it was occurring, didn't even know it was happening. Someone, uh, our old colleague Brian was talking to me about uh, how even at Riviera, Sometimes, like, it takes, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, people realize it's happening. Then Sunday, it kind of blows up. I don't think people in L.A. even know this is really happening right now. But us golf geeks are really enthused. There's an extra juice for it.
0: Well, I think that's one of the amazing things about L.A., right? Right. There's so many things going on on a daily basis that, you know, it... it, it just has this ability that, like, it's just another day in Los Angeles, right? right. And, uh, yeah, nobody knows what's going on, but I think that's better for, you know, true diehard fans because, you know, they can go watch watch the golf, right? Yeah. Like, it's not, like, I there aren't that many tickets because of the it's not, like, a big site, right? There's only yeah. so many people that can be on this on the grounds and there's only so many people you know it's just a small site so you know the fact is that it's feasible to get tickets right i think yeah. that's one of the one of the neat things about this obviously tickets are expensive but there aren't many um and you know from that sense for today i thought you know listen like it's, it's easy to get around and see stuff yeah out absolutely
1: there. and it just like Along that same lines, you know, we've been so, talking so much about the golf just being wash and money in this fight of who can pay the most money. It's nice to get a reprieve from that this week and just go watch the golf and kind of you walk past the Goldman Sachs Terrace on the clubhouse, past the <laughs> Rolex Terrace, and then the Kroenke Sports Center and all these different brands that have bought their way into this incredibly corporate a US Open. Uh, it, it's It's kind of amusing, but it is like the golf is primary and on that corporate point the fans it's it's we're getting word from sources close to close to the champion you know involved with the championship involved in la that it's a very like it's like a corporate outing a lot of members and a lot of corporate presence and so like if you're a fan and I think the tickets are you know a reasonable price at the moment and we'll stay that way this could be amazing yeah well guys are just chumming it up in the different various corporate Terraces and or, and their, pri-
0: or their private or uh, private grandstands.
1: <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a member only grandstand at a very good hole where a, a grandstand maybe that you know, whatever that, that's limited fan and, fan uh, viewing and there's a member grandstand at the 15th, the short part three. But I think you know tickets sound like reasonable. Come on out, and uh, it seems like it could be just a delightful, uh, really chance to to see. Golf without massive, massive. Crowds.
0: Hey, it's, it's your first time out here. What do you think about the golf course? I mean,
1: you want me to give you the stock answer of it's hillier than it looks on TV and even our preview video because, like, that's kind of what... what and the scale, like, you know, that scale is just a bullshit, like, uh, it's a sort of a empty kind of it's vacuous scale, term scale at this point. Scale compared
0: to what? I, that's what I, small <laughs> scale, big scale. I, I mean,
1: I don't know scale compared to little seventeen. <laughs> I don't know, but um like i walked out i was like wow everything is very big i'm putting this in simplistic terms the slopes are bigger and more dramatic the size of the fairway some is bigger some more slopes dramatic. are so big that they're unfair the the canyon's <laughs> big you know the barranca, the drop the ridges are bigger and more dramatic it's enormous it's enormous i i know this is very simplistic and like it's just a talking point you hear all the time about. It. Like the videos, like our videos, as good as it gets.
0: Like wow! You, high praise for your own work. I didn't
1: do anything. <laughs> no, that's why I can say that our uh, videos as good as it gets. But like, still, you go out there. There's nothing beats actually seeing it, and it's I, so big. Much well, bigger. I
0: think that's one of the great things. Like one of the things that I think, you know, when I was a kid watching the old course, sometimes you'd watch it and be like, I just don't know what people are talking about. Like, it looks so flat when it's on TV. Right. And I think one of the things that is aided here is the hills are so big that yeah. you're going to be able to see them on TV, right? Like, every course looks flatter than it is on TV, but this one has significant enough hills that I think it's going to show great. Obviously, then you have, like, the the city all around it, like, engrossed in these, you know, with these tens of millions of dollar houses around it and the and the skyscrapers but I think the hills being so big it's gonna show really well think think, life, think I think a, the, I think the players for the most part I guess i the players I talk to and I'm interested in talking to are you know are all you know very amped up for this and are like through the moon that they're playing this golf course like and taken aback that like this it's it's insane that this golf course hasn't hosted. A major championship. It is utterly insane because it's a phenomenal golf course. It I works. honestly. Everything works. So it's. I think I'm not a rankings expert I'm not a big rankings person. I think I've been on the r- record for that. Um, we rate courses in uh, Club TFE, but I hate numbers. I hate like the active Why do you numbers. You sort them one two yeah. and five or whatever. One of the things is there's like no courses in the top 10 that didn't really ho- like very few courses in the top 10 that didn't host major championships
1: are we talking about like the generally accepted top 10 of a yeah whatever? like a like, like a golf yeah, diet right, right.
0: right like this is an example of a golf course that if it had hosted five US Opens i think would be one of the five top five courses in the in the country by those rankings but because they haven't hosted those tournaments like championship history plays a big part in that this is one of the architectural marvels in the game of golf. And it's so amazing to see it. One of the things about it, like why I think people are so excited is like, it's a very, very private club. That's been very, very protective of images and sharing of anything about it. And like, now it's on full display. It's like everybody's, you know, the mass world's introduction to this golf course.
1: And I wonder yeah, this isn't really the priority for this podcast, but a, another part would be, I wonder if it maybe opens the doors to other clubs, See, like just having one. Yeah, I, mean, I know there the US aren't Opens m- are planned out that, for the next 75 years. There aren't
0: many, though, that, that, that
1: haven't done it Yeah, already. like that's yeah. the thing,
0: like this is the one.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah, Like yeah.
0: It, I, I was gonna, uh, that's something I, I got asked uh, in a mailbag I haven't done the research yet but that was a question like what's the other, other one, one that yeah, hasn't that's good um, and uh, I'll have that answer in a mailbag
1: <laughs> alright there we go I would <laughs> just say for some of the hills think about like the best sledding hill you had as a kid. And I mean, I were, I guess we're Midwest, Northeast biased. maybe not every, the best. Well, I didn't
0: have many good sledding the hills The best sledding in hill you had
1: as a kid, and like double it, and then like preponderance of the holes, have that, and maybe sometimes two of them on each hole, but also have functional golf holes like working through them. It's just, it's dramatic. Um,
0: you want some amusing scuttlebutt? Yeah, <laughs> let's do scuttlebutt.
1: Besides the candy man, being equal to an accountant in sweden
0: so i you know i was eric cole is a is a man after my heart being a minor league tour golf tour tour graduate and still played in minor league tour events this year after finishing runner-up in a pga tour event um in true minor league fashion like you know that a guy has spent a lot of time on like a public driving range by this move he has like one of those Golf Galaxy um, scrub brushes, you know, like yeah, that you would yeah. buy at Golf Galaxy. So like wire dick. brush type Yeah, thing. like a, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Like normally people clip to their bag. Yeah. He's hitting wedges on the range and he has it clipped to the back of his, one of his belt loops. <laughs> <laughs> and he hits a wedge and then I'll. <laughs> scrub it off with his little black dangling... He's, a like, now. Yeah,
1: not, he's He's not playing Abacoa.
0: That's what I'm saying. I couldn't believe it. This guy's just like, he hit a wedge and then he'd scrub it up. I took a picture of it. I'll put it up on, on the SGS Instagram, but it was just so amusing. The little scrub brush. He just hit a shot and it's like, dude, you just... like he. What did he finish? Six last week? He finished... He's yeah. made probably two million plus dollars this year and he's got a little $10 scrub brush that he affixes to his belt another scuttlebutt yeah hearing in uh hearing some troubling troubling news about caddy payments with uh with one you know who's usually just more concerned about protection and he's not protecting the local caddies at LL- laCC. charlie hoffman paying well below the standard standard rate oh really yeah apparently this local caddy <laughs> oh, no. doesn't want to go back out because of the payment <laughs> on the flip side of that little scuttlebutt
1: hearing one a, a, a guy who generally takes a lot of pops he's critiqued and often fairly one p read Patrick Reed maybe very very generously, extremely generous. Uh, were you with me when I got this? No. Apparently, uh, yes. In the um, substantial sum of money, a local caddy when he came around, thought he was so ha- was so helpful. Thought he would get him when he came back again. Uh, a rumor that's going around that the local caddy when he was out here in L.A. P took great great care we're talking in the, in the thousand like very well taken care
0: of good job do you think charlie hoffman found the wrong side <laughs> of a tougher grass
1: i don't that's man like you can't like when you're yeah i can't can't go stiffen yeah.
0: allegedly like the the standard I saw he was flying the, off
1: to vegas tonight for the knights
0: game He's no. going out and coming back yes. so so allegedly the uh the rate that you know for these the pga tour players coming in is like 500 bucks to the yeah. caddy for them okay. to carry the bag they were uh the alleged uh uh tr- chuck hoffman paid a hundred dollars wow no yeah that, i mean even i wouldn't do that i know a, you can't I'm do that i'm a simple
1: podcaster <laughs> subsisting on the beach Ratty house and, and other well sp- that's amazing um uh, yeah, you can't. You can't do that. All right. Uh, also, yeah. lots of Patrick palpa- Reed was maybe like, you know, 750X that. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> no way. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thousands. Um, Pal- palpable Sam Stevens bus. Oh. Oh, you beat me to the punch. I am saving that for favorite t <laughs> times. Palpable Sam... I know people come to US Open Preview and put on the <laughs> shotgun start and it's like well give me the Sam Stevens skinny give me the what's going on there <laughs> I, he's hitting the multiple, shit out of the ball multiple people it. are oh, telling me how good five. Sam Stevens is I had a friend of his uh, shout out to Riley the friend of his I met on the course today so he's striping it I I was doing some Sam Stevens investigation I know uh, <laughs> uh, but he's playing well he what he blew it up set, set uh, Springfield ablaze in the uh, qualifying right you just lit it up i think set a record there maybe and also playing well on tour so sam stevens gambling pod tip number one get some value in the sam stevens market now
0: one other thing and this is just like i think this is one of the things like Olin brown jr had a great uh o- the real obj had a great answer about like you know the real, fi- the <laughs> 15 years of uh of attempting i think it was 15 years of attempting to qualify Finally got in yeah, um, cool and like just like in terms of like he was just so thankful for the hope that this gives and like along the same lines. So Barry Henson, friend of the pod. I, uh, I chatted with him today when he was coming off the range and uh, I noticed a new logo on it on his on his collar. He got an Uber deal. Barry and get, I was get like the bag Barry. And it's a it's a long-term Uber deal. Oh, good for him. Not just a one-week thing, but, like, good you think him. about this. Like, this is a guy's story who's being told. It's a cool story. He's got a, you know, like, with the driving Uber. And obviously, you know, he's a favorite of this podcast. But, like, you know, this all came about because he qualified for the U.S. Open because it was open. And I think it's just an important lesson with where the PGA tour is going that having pathways to these big events is nice every once in a while. And obviously the U S open is unique in that, but having some pathways is important for the game of golf because of the dreaming aspect, the dreamers and like, who knows how Barry's going to play. I hope he plays really well. He's first off. He's hitting the first tee shot on 10, which is freaking awesome. Cool. Um, guy that's been trying to play the U.S. Open for years, he gets the first tee shot off ten. I can't imagine like how amped up that would make you feel. Um, and you know, not only is this going to be a memory for the rest of his life, but it's like it's something that's going to help him going forward just because of the exposure in his story being on this big stage. You don't think like the Shotgun start
1: episode like 3 when we <laughs> had like 45 listeners set his career. <laughs> we, on stage we were just like the that.
0: Inter- we just wanted to talk to an American that's playing the Asian tour. We honestly <laughs> our initial
1: interest in berry was we wanted to talk to a berry that spells it like raspberry and blue but b-e-e-b-e-r-r-y i definitely did my math on the read thing by the way please don't aggregate that i i, I overinflated that it's maybe 75x not 750x um that's preposterous uh all right what else Should, do you want to talk course what do you want to do here um 13 is unfair and absurd we have seen headlines of a fairway because so if absurd. you hit it right of center it can it takes one of these sledding hills and goes off into into the rough. Um, some grum, pre-grumbling, preemptive grumbling, maybe about distance on seven and eleven. The two long par threes, eleven gets to two ninety. What's seven? Get to it's two. It's eighty four on the on the on the post. Um,
0: I don't know. I, I haven't I heard a seven seven. If the wind kicks up in the afternoon, I think you you're going to see some guys hit driver and come up short. If they're in the back
1: i I'm serious. Who, we, who do we have in the in the poofball uh poofball province? Do we is there anyone we could be looking to just like getting blown out? You know, he has a little short short oh. in the barranka.
0: Well, speaking of that, like just along those lines, somebody that might not be able to get it out there. Just this is rumor mill, unsubstantiated rumor mill. <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing that Zatch or guy. <laughs> He's has, not in the field. Well, he has a Saturday ban of Twitter during college football season. He's not allowed to tweet on Saturdays during college football he, like, season. Because you like started yelling at the hot or something and say some regrets yeah, about he's,
1: Brian he's, Ferentz's
0: he's, offense. Alleged, allegedly, he has, uh, he has he has that's been kind of funny. The that's keys, a good, that's the a good keys, thing. the keys are taken away from him. I mean, that's on good. Saturdays. Yeah, I mean Should that is a smart thing.
1: You are a. <laughs> I don't know if high profiles maybe being too generous, <laughs> but if you're a high profile sports fan, like think about the crazy shit you say about when your sports team is like losing a game, and if you're putting it out there for thousands of people to see, yeah, that's a good idea. That's I didn't, idea. Uh,
0: you know, and this is what the people came for is a little like exactly. Ryder Cup talk. But what what if I was got a big game <laughs> Ryder Cup Saturday? I well, we have to check the schedule. And and he's and he's doesn't get any sleep before Sunday. And that's a big storyline because he has to stay, he stays up to watch the Hawks game and he doesn't get any sleep and there's some blunder caused by, you know. Let's check the schedule. I know that's why
1: people want <laughs> to hear it. This is good radio. Um, Yeah, they play Michigan State September 30th, <laughs> Saturday, September 30th. They play Penn State the 23rd. So that week in Rome, Penn State, Michigan State, back to back, his brain is going to be scrambled. Um. Anything else about the course? You know, I thought Dan Rappaport, uh, Barstool Dan, had a good, uh, good, good kind of question for Rom in his press conference today about players he's talked to. Feeling like this is kind of a fun golf course where it's not just like um, try to make par all the way around or just hope to make par all the way around, and you know you're going to make a few bogeys. There's like great variants here. There's you know three and a half and four and a half and two and I don't know 15 is two and a, not it's two and a half in yardage I guess but not really but just a mix there's places to make birdies and obviously some kicks in the teeth and Rom seemed to respond to that I was a little worried about Rom's press conference earlier is the pre-grumbling like this coming off Oak Hill where he finished the press conference saying like I don't know how Brooks does it I don't have that temperament and it probably you know it you know it can I think generally the way he runs hot is a benefit. He said that. I'm not suggesting he's bad. He's very good at golf. But he said at the end of Oak Hill, like I don't know how Brooksy like maintains that level at a place like Oak Hill that he was clearly pissing him off. He was great great effing job, PGA about eleven there. And he started to seep out today in his press conference talking about seven and eleven here. He
0: doesn't like long par threes. Yeah, and I feel like he struggles with the the conventions of par, right? Are you with me? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Like he doesn't back, yeah. understand like the there can be three and a half a par three and a half that's a par three and not a par four. Like if you changed the par on uh, on eleven and seven to fours, he'd have no problem. Were
1: you with me when we got the story about sixteen too? So. Allegedly
0: oh, not, yeah. not
1: happy about the distance on sixteen or the okay. shape.
0: <laughs> he thinks that the shape is is uh, the, beneficial the, the,
1: to a, a drawer of the golf ball. Yeah, so
0: you know he's, yeah. he's, he's it, allegedly insinuating that a certain uh, the the governing governing organization <laughs> with one whole setup is attempting to you know <laughs> certain <long> lawn
1: <laughs> hitting drawers of the golf ball that you could you know who knows maybe may benefiting them, but. Yeah. um so maybe he's got some gripes there. Eleven, seven, eleven length of 16 and 17, he seemed to be citing. So he started to go down that road of, I think this is just what we heard at O'Kill, but he said, like, this is what Brooks does well, and I can't, like, I just can't stay that even about it. But then he responded to the Rapport question pretty well. I was like, this is fun. I yeah. love that. I agree with all of it. I, I could see us having a lot of fun. And this, that was great to hear, and I feel like that is something, because the first half... Harkened back to Bubba Watson where he would literally Tuesday, like he's out and he never, like it was, it could be Olympic could have been all of them. He was done. He was out of the U S open before it ever started. I felt like I was getting that. and But of course, Ram is much more, you know, talented. Um, not talented, but he's he's much more successful.
0: I think he's more talented. Yeah, uh, yeah Bubba's
1: talent is unique for sure.
0: But I, I think I think the, the golf course, the fun yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's what makes this such a cool place, right? Is like, um, it's super fun. You can make a lot of birdies. You're gonna, yeah. you know. I wouldn't be surprised to see sixty threes, maybe even better than sixty threes, if somebody really, really gets it going. If somebody gets it going in the morning when it's calm, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. out there, right? Yeah. Like there are you you don't you feel like you could birdie one you there isn't a hole out here where you're like you know what like maybe one of the par threes is a tough pin I'm not gonna make a birdie here but like for the most part you can really get it going you get wedges in your hand a decent amount of times too like you know you're gonna have a wedge in your hand on three you're gonna have a wedge in your hand on six probably you're gonna have a wedge in your hand on uh twelve on ten on uh you know. 15, and, like, that's a lot of wedges. Um, I think that's one of the cool things about this this uh, course. The long holes play long.
1: They're yeah. long. Like,
0: uh-huh. and they're, they're going with the par threes and really uh, five, if you think five, the par fives. So the par threes, the par fives, five, uh, um, 13, 16, 17, 18 you're going to see guys hit mid and, mid and long irons a yep. lot. So that's something that I'd be looking at in terms of, of players, right, is that you have, you're you going to have to hit some long irons, but you're also going to get wedge opportunities. So it's not – like that's what I am so interested about this golf course is just how much variety in the shots there are. There are fade tee shots. There are draw tee shots. There are wide fairways that play narrow. There are wide fairways that play really wide, like three. Like it's a big bowl and it's really wide, you know. But then in, in 13, for example, that people are calling it unfair. <laughs> it's, I mean, they're it, calling the, the fairway. Yeah. Well, that's... It, the, it's, it's got a big slope. Yeah. It's wide. How, how wide is it? It's it's like 70 yards wide, but yep. you have to be on the left half. Yep. Um, so that is a wide fairway that plays narrow. Functionally, yeah. So, and that... So, It has this variety in the shapes, the, what you're looking at. Like one of the things that I think is really cool is that the window that these guys, they aren't going to be used to looking at one type of tee shot all day, like at Oak Hill where you're looking at, Hey, this is a 25 yard wide fairway, 25 yard wide fairway, 25 yard wide fairway, rough on both sides. Like that's every over and over again, you get used to it and it doesn't feel narrow the narrow holes are going to feel narrow because you're going to see wide holes. The holes that you're worried about the right side are going to feel like you really have to hit a certain shape or a certain shot because you're so scared about that right half. I think five's another really good example. Like 13s like this, where if you catch the right half, it kicks off five's five. the same. Five's the same way. If you hit that right half, it's bounding into the rough. And I watched Hoagie.
1: Hoagie do that today. Dude, the he rough. He hit it like middle. Yeah. Middle, like basically right in the middle of the fairway, but yeah. the little right of it, well, it was gone. Down what
0: road. helps there is it looks like off the tee, it's a fade shot, but you want to turn a draw against yeah. it to hold the slope. Yeah, And the way the whole, and these are things that like, if you play the course a little bit more, you start to pick up. But the, the, there are some and this is where there are some really good draw holes 13 5 16 uh, are all good examples but the changing of the windows just doesn't allow you to get as comfortable and i think that's a is whether the scores are good or bad you know if the scores are really good i'm not worried because there's just so much variety like it's actually examining the guys these guys golf games because it's asking them Different questions on every hole. It's not the same question over and over again. Around the greens, you've got fairway, you've got the rough, you've got the thick rough around the bunkers, you've got the bunkers. Like it is, you're going to have a lot of different types of shots that you need to hit here. And the rough, the rough's really cool because you can get good lies. There are patchy spots where it's really, you know, I love that the growing came in kind of like very patchy. Yeah. Because you know, if it get, if you get in one of the thick spots, you can't advance it. I mean, yeah. these guys are hitting ninety yard shots out of it. When so there's certain holes like a thing I would watch, and then the wind, um, the wind in the afternoon is going to pick up, and it's it's a it comes off the ocean, and it's a it makes this place it adds a, a notch of, of difficulty where you're going to see the hard scoring is the afternoon, and that's where. If you were a little bit more bullish on the score of of, of hard uh, or bearish, I think you're you're betting on the weekend wind, you know, making scoring really tough for the later groups. So with that, like twelve is probably a hole a lot of people will be like, that's not an interesting hole. I think it's going to be a fascinating hole to watch. It is a short par four that's a birdie opportunity. It moves left off the tee, off the off the tee. Yep. And the wind's going to come hard off the right.
1: Um, yeah, that seems to be like sort of forgotten. Like it's just kind of, it comes after the long par three and then before the big. Before uh, the, the, the big closing stretch. Coming, yeah. So um,
0: that, that hole, if you hit a great drive, you got to wedge into a green yeah. and you, it's, a, it's a scoring opportunity. If you miss the green though, they got those fronting bunkers and it's it's going to be dead. Um, you know, it's going to be like really hard to hit the green if you're if you're, you know, not in the fairway. You talked about variety of shots, like variety of holes you can see. Um,
1: I thought Rom had a great answer to that uh, on six, right? I mean, six is gonna get a lot of run. We did a Twitter video about it today, or a a kind of vignette video that you guys can check out, uh, tweeted it. Uh, It's gonna get a lot of hype, right? It's this blind, drivable four. um, It's getting compared to Riv's 10th in theory, right? In distance. And Rom said, I think you can play under par. I think it will play under par all four days. You just hit an iron down the left and it's one of the easiest wedge shots you can have. Like, it sounds great in theory. I mean, if you don't hit a good wedge shot, you're, very, you're in trouble and you may be kicking yourself for hitting the sort of uh, the, the iron shot to the left. Others might think that's they, they don't wanna do that, right? They That's not their preferred strategy and we gotta rip it to kind of find that rough patch uh, right of the green. So I thought Rom gave a really enlightened answer of, of a hole that is cool on paper, cool to look at, cool to walk. That also actually might produce a ton of variety of strategy. And Rom yeah. talked about that, but it seems very simple to Rom, but maybe not
0: others. Like, yeah. So like Rom, he's talking about laying up most days, right? Yep. Maybe not every day, but yep. most days. Like, yep. Speeth, from what I understand, is hoping to just hit it into that front bunker. And maybe okay. he gets lucky, and he trickles on. Rory is trying to hit it just right of the green, and right there, like you've got three distinctly different. DJs trying to hit it just right of the green too. Yeah, there's three distinctly different strategies from four guys. Uh, from th- three different strategies from four guys. Yep. So that's going to be a fascinating thing to play out. And obviously, there's no you know the data boys haven't gotten their hands on it. I'm sure there's going to be some data proclamations made from. You know, Let's go
1: throw it up there. Yeah, up after there. one day, yeah. and
0: then the pin's gonna move, and maybe a different strategy is is uh, is 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 what you want to do.
1: Uh, how about this strategy on fifteen? Rumors of of Ricky saying he's gonna hit fifteen. Max is out at like one thirty five, goes to eighty. Ricky is suggesting he's gonna hit a wedge short of the green, and then it's an easy up and down. That's, That's crazy. An amazing one. It is one. a good hole. That's cool. he told John Wood that allegedly. Okay, right. That was but reported on right. on golf wedge channel. wedge. You're talking about your wedges into
0: greens. <laughs> you wanna you wanna talk about some some good advice? Yeah. You know it's time to look golf at your advice. closet. Oh. Slap the
1: helmet. We got the B-Dratty. I know <laughs> yeah. saw you in your helmet. The people have demanded slap the helmet. Uh, so some good so, advice. Yeah, does not be, lay be. up on an eighty-five yard hole, but maybe to go to Bee com be. and use the promo code SGS thirty for a substantial thirty percent off uh, the finest clothes. Hey, in and around the game of it's Father's Day this weekend. Leisure. Yeah.
0: You don't have to wait for print it you know out. yeah just buy it print well, it out. You don't have to wait for somebody else to give you something. You can treat yourself. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you treat can go yourself. on yeah go on buy yourself a new shirt buy yourself a new vest you know treat,
1: buy yourself thirty percent your off the is bill great. see if they'll pay it just <laughs> kid present your kids with the receipt and ask for a reimbursement
0: <laughs> send it give it to your wife
1: and say hey <laughs> yeah, I bought great. myself something <laughs> Good, great uh, I am currently in the Liam. Uh, polo. It's like sixty-five right now. Great temperature for Liam Polo. You've got what do you got? A stripe. They've got they've got a lot of stripes. Is, a bunch of new prints one. on. They got some new vests. They got LACC. If you are you know, you know associated with the event you're Los Angeles Lino you uh, are attending I would recommend you go to their website you don't have to walk out of the t- merch tent with it uh, you know unless you want to visit the merch tent do that but they also have LACC logo stuff it, and if you're not you know you just want their regular um, apparel they've got boxers they've got sport shirts sport vests variety of vests and um, I don't know. It's kind of what I live in, what I wear. I wear to like casual Saturday flag football games. I wear to the golf course, wear to nice dinners. They kind of, it's versatile. And that's what I I appreciate, Beach Ratty. I also appreciate them. Our long stand, friends of the program. Supporters of you when you first started. We've done this now with them for years. And this is kind of a, this is a highlight of the year for us, so. Yeah,
0: SGS 30 gets you 30% off. Hey, real quick on Six. I think a fascinating aspect of Six uh is the wind so in the morning it's going to be calm and we i talked about the wind a little bit but like in the afternoon that that hole it just gets like long and if guys start to finish short of where they uh want the ball to be then that hole changes a lot right you want to get almost pin just short of pin high But then that hole gets a lot more difficult to where certain players are playing it. Say you're trying to hit it in that front bunker and you end up short, you know, then all of a sudden you're in trouble. Say you're trying to hit it kind of short right, like just a little bit short right and you come up 20 yards short, you're in trouble, you know, and and that's a, you know, an interesting wrinkle is that sea breeze in the afternoon because you're playing before it, you're really protected. um and this is the same case for 12 also so 6 and 12 are two areas where you've been playing kind of protected from the wind and then you face these shots where you hit into the elements right 12 you're hitting a wedge and it's like straight in the wind nothing around six you're hitting a shot so high that it's going to come down and like you're going to get hit with that sea wind and you're not going to know it's really there. So that's a, a, a really interesting thing about about the golf course to watch on TV. Is uh, are those guys coming up short on 12? are they coming up short of where they want to be on six?
1: Philosophical setup question. Uh, we have security there. There's Jeeps you? with lights going on, flashing yeah, around. you're so secure.
0: distracted. Focus. No, no, I'm just kind of looking like, out. This is what I think, do when I'm at my desk. It, I
1: stare around at the wall. I think yeah, about things. But this is the thing. You want me lock eyes, look yeah, deep in your soul? Yeah, I just want what you to in. to think. You know, this, um, is like,
0: this would be like playing a basketball game and, no, and looking no, in the crowd while the play thinking, is going on.
1: look out on the sky, the skyline here.
0: It's getting good. Philosophical sort of setup question.
1: Say someone goes out or multiple people are shooting like 63s or 66s or 65s. And like that's maybe expected. Like the winning score could be a a 10 under or something. The USGA, you know, we've heard doesn't care about par. But like say it gets like really there are a lot of good scores. Do they have the ability? Does this course allow them the ability to do something a yeah. little nutty, where or a little like pretty intense? Turn the screws. I think. That, I think the pin. I think day.
0: you can get. I think you want to set this course up to be super fun. If you're if you're setting up this golf course, you want a mixture of tough and gettable pins. Yeah, you want to f- showcase, you know, h- the ball on the ground and how you can. You want this golf course in a way to play a little bit like Augusta where you know you it's fun like it's just fun to watch right Mm -hmm. that's the best version of this golf course it has teeth it's tough but there are a lot of fun shots out here um if you wanted to make it hard I think you could tuck some flags like you know when they put the flag front right on five that's going to be really fun it's going to be really hard you could go front right on five front right on three like just back right on on seven you know just throw these pins in these tiny little nooks that are so so hard to get at and guys are going to be playing 25 feet away and just being content Yeah, yeah being content to putting and i think that's the thing one of the I'll get this out here early. I think this is something we might see is on the weekend being, you know, depending on how the scoring works, being five back on Saturday, isn't a huge deal. If you tee off three hours ahead of time, because you can get out, and get and take advantage of some low wind. Like or like say you're seven back on Saturday. That's not that's not undoable because that afternoon, if the wind is up, could play so much harder than the morning. And
1: one thing, like, you know, obviously if they wanted to sort of put the governor on some of the scores, you would tend to do that after you're out of one hundred and fifty six players if you make it a little more tougher tougher and more exact yeah, like, you don't want pace to play to be Seven hours on a when it's kicking ass and you have 156 players, you do that a Saturday or something,
0: yeah. And like people are looking forward to like the short par three. I'm guessing that they un- go to like that sub 90 15th hole on Saturday, okay, just because it gets so such a small. Green area there. You yeah. don't want all the people walking around on it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would guess that. You want to do favorite tea
1: times? Yep. Yeah, let's we've done a lot of course. We've done you know, nicknames and, and scuttle butt, some scuttle butt. Favorite tea times. Could, do you want to start with worst tea time? I think worst that's the now. This start. is a this is a shotgun start major championship Wednesday episode tradition, unlike any other. Really from what's the a, really from the first one we ever did. What's I, yours? I've got several. I got one. I only did one. You know, in the running, like let's be honest, Adam Shank, Thurston Lawrence, but the guy who saves them is Eric Cole because of our minor league golf tour allegiance and <laughs> devotion, and the scrub brush that's hooked to his belt. So he saved <laughs> Thurston and Shank. It's
0: the first time Eric Cole has ever sh- saved a group for interest. I think I gotta
1: go. I think I gotta go. Carson Young, Dylan Wu, and Roger Sloan.
0: Man. That's what's that that's doing bad, for anybody? That's Dylan
1: Wu's out there tweeting like a what lunatic. In, he's, in, he's a Chicago I know, but Chicago he's looking, boy. He, Someone nominated him for Thirst Bucket of the Week, tagging Phil Mickelson into everything. What are you looking at now? You know, you're you're staring off. Is there a cop going? No, there's
0: just a black
1: Mercedes, a ominous black Mercedes coming down the hill. I, yeah. I thought there wasn't even more houses up there, but there's a lot of traffic tonight. Yeah, I, I think Dylan Wu was nominated for Thirst Bucket of the Week because he was, you know, when the merger came out, he was tweeting at Phil being right and all this stuff. But I got a Carson Young and Rogers, you. son, of course, said the tour doesn't care about families anymore because they weren't a lot on the course during the pandemic but go ahead, what do you got, got worst? I
0: got Nico Echevarria, uh-huh. a man with a sketchy past. Woo pig. <laughs> yeah, Sui. Paul Haley the second and Ross Fisher. That's a tough one, that is that is a
1: tough one. Echevarria won this year, right, at APA field event, but yeah. that's a hard one. And I will also throw out uh, Alexander Yang, Wingfoot legend Andy's Foboda. <laughs> I love. I watched Andy's Faboda today. That's how much I enjoy Andy's Uh Just, I mean, you're
0: trying to, you're trying to just, you know, cover your ass here. No, he's my kind of guy.
1: He's, you know a little, little husky boy Andy Svoboda Jesse Schutte or shut Shut and Alexander Yane I might throw in there don't oh, think man. they'll get a ton you're of you're going
0: after the qualifiers featured
1: coverage there I know I'm how sorry. are you going
0: after the qualifiers I'm
1: sorry I love qualifying I'm just you saying go, they're not going to get a lot of you TV gotta go time. stock tour pro you
0: gotta go off the conveyor, <laughs> <Yeah>. conveyor <laughs> oh, belt that's what I did Cur- I will Kirsten say you on
1: Dylan Will Roger Sloan
0: I'm not going to lie Paul Haley
1: <laughs> the first or the
0: second <laughs> the second okay he looks like, honestly, he looks like a Muni Club pro when he's walking around. Like a couple times. What does that mean? What does that mean? He just got Locky? like, like he's got like baggy, like baggy khakis on, like a, a <laughs> like a, just a, a shirt, and he's just got like a the most generic stand Should bag get ever. Him some dratty stuff. Yeah. On, some dratty honestly, stuff. Down like, there. he's got a c- competitor logo. I don't, um, I don't want to, you know. Yeah, well, but, that's uh, why he's probably looking like a. But th- honestly, drug. he looks, he looks just like he looks like he. Honestly, he's got a good look for hustling at a golf course. Like I think he could go yeah. to like Rancho Park and, <laughs> and take some money off some people because nobody would know who he is. I've seen him a couple times this week and I like the first time I was like, <laughs> "Who is that?" And I like He plays on tour. I know, he but he, pretty well. he's, he's so got well, like the most mean? generic like right. unmarked stand bag. Okay. Okay. And like his apparel just makes him look like <laughs> he does not look like a tour pro.
1: All right, let's get to good. Let's get to good. Uh, good tea times.
0: I got a first tea time. Barry Henson's pairing right off the bat. Shotgun start. first off ten. You know uh, Who's he's he got, with Hank Labiota. Uh, you know he's got to love. You know the, the lefty. Yeah, Florida, Florida State Seminole. Big coffee connoisseur. He's got to love being in, in L.A. for that. You know it's the only place you can get coffee. Yeah, and then Ry- Ryu uh, Tara Nagano. What do you know about him? Not not much. Go (laughs) on. All right.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I'll go with uh Nick Hardy because he's a, a favorite of ours and Sam Stevens. So that was oh. my, that was where I was going to crowbar and my Sam Stevens is Well,
0: Sam Stevens buzz <laughs> on Pelful the ground
1: Sam, and Nick Dunlap, who I don't know uh, much about. Is it Dunlap or Dunlop? Shout out Lee Westwood. All right, it's Dunlap. Um I'll throw that one. Hardy and Sam Stevens, we're going to be following them. What else
0: you got? Um I've got I've got Tom Hoagie, Sepp Straka, and uh, Sergio Garcia. I put this on my. Just, I put this just online three. because Sergio. I got three big college football fans there. I got the TCU oh, Horn Frogs, the Texas Longhorns with Sergio, and the and the, and the and the Georgia the Austrian Georgia Bulldogs.
1: Two pillars <laughs> of SEC history in Texas and Georgia, storied SEC <laughs> programs, and then the Horn Frogs with the the, the Fort Worth.
0: I, I figured you'd like the college football like shoehorned
1: in there. I kind of put it down here, Sergio. I mean. I don't want to say fall from grace as two of the foremost hoagie heads and septic tank enthusiasts, but it's just like seems like a different stratosphere for Sergio than the you know he's a qualifier I guess he's in the qualifier zone so he's playing with that with them
0: I had as oh, on. one of my favorites Hoagie's going to be on the Ryder Cup team uh, Hoagie's he's playing off a lot he's playing with two Ryder Cuppers yeah. I'm not giving up there's it's a long season Brendan um, Hoagie's you got to buy low on Hoagie coin. A great Hogecoin. coin, which is a real thing we've been told, an actual other form <laughs> that of that is not financial advice. I want to be clear. Another, I'm talking one. about hoagie coin, not hoagie coin. <laughs> uh, another
1: really just fun, a lot of a lot of just speed, a lot of length length. Justin Sud, uh, Davis Thompson, and Minwoo Lee like, like that, that is a real sort young, of some young guns. That's someone you just want to watch if you're into the future of the game, you're into the way that like the the trends of the game. That's one you'd want to watch. What else you got?
0: I got uh, I got Justin Rose, Ricky Fowler, and Jason Day. This is the uh, 2010s All Stars. I was about to say <laughs> the 2010s All Stars. <laughs> We're flashing back to 2015. Can I say? Yeah. Hey, this is this was this was the star studded. Group pair, Grouping at some, they, they had to be together Look at that Helicopter noise Helicopter yeah, noise seen
1: Helicopters We've got flashing lights p- Driving up the hill Past This is us. a
0: distracting um, Distracting setting I would say
1: Honestly along that 2010 pairing mm-hmm. When I put in One of the worst Tea times Just doesn't do anything For me Just cause like I've moved on I'm not in 2013 anymore Phil Keegan and Padre. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't.
0: That just. I don't. That doesn't move why do, me. Why don't? Why? Why don't? Don't you like it them putting the like two seniors together?
1: I should be watching them in 2013, and Padre's hitting his Wilson, and he's Phil's still in in hitting his Wilson. Baggy pants and a mock turtleneck, and Keegan's, you know, in his Cleveland stuff. Cleveland, and you know, it just doesn't. In, in anchoring, it just feels from a, a former area era that I've kind of moved on. How about this one? Billy Boy, I saw that Brian Harmon and one Chris of the good Kirk. Ones? The Florida Georgia Line. Yeah, the the world's largest outdoor <laughs> cocktail party. Yeah, I Billy
0: Boy's on a high. He's coming in in good spirits because of West Ham. Oh, are they doing well? Yeah, they won some some uh, Premier something? League thing. Okay. So apparently, <laughs> apparently everybody's talking to him. So I, I talked to I talked to somebody who asked Billy about it, and yeah. they said. He then went on a four-minute monologue about about how the, the excited play. he was about West Ham. Okay. so I, I I enjoy Billy being a, a big West Ham fan.
1: Another good one I like, just kind of sexy, sexy sort of play and ball striking. Gary Woodland, Adam Scott, and Corey Connors.
0: Um, I'm not sure I'd I want to be he, up on the green I, I'm for not, that show. I, I'm not going to be watching that group. Why? I just uh, I think I'm done. I Over-hyped think I'm done I think cor- I'm d Corey i am think Connors I'm done and- on Corey Connors. <laughs> I've had I've had too much Corey Connors.
1: <laughs> the putting show there could be interesting. Scott <laughs> Connors and Woodland, but uh you know, T de Green is kind of fun. Do you see oh Stevie's back on the bag this week? Yeah, he was on uh I think he was on at Memorial. He's yeah, he pops up. I don't know. It's kind of a nice gig for Stevie.
0: Just chops in when he wants. I um, wish Stevie I wish that Stevie was a full time guy now, so we could get somebody who could do a, a series on what Stevie boot camp is, and see if it yeah, see yeah. if Jason it resembles Brooksy's boot camp.
1: <laughs> Jason Day was left like Jason Kokrak <laughs> in, the <laughs> in the dust, and Debbie
0: D. Matt, Matt Wolf goes to Stevie boot camp might be like the the best uh, best uh, scenario. Uh, no, I, I got want, one go here. Go we got I got Tom Kim, Cam Young, and Sahith. This this is like pairing of they just want one of these guys to break out and really be a superstar. Uh, I've kind of had enough of Tom, Tom Kim. Kim
1: for the moment. I don't think he's going to play well. Um, he hasn't played well in a while. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been sort of a struggle. I, and I'm not suggesting he's not a great asset to the game. I Can I know talk about
0: I, caddies? Can I go on a caddy yeah, rant? go on a caddy rant. Everybody's like, oh, you know, if so and so had Bones as a caddy, they'd win so much more. You know, if so and so like and this is not a shot at any of the caddies. But like Tom Kim got Joe Scavron on the bag, right? Great caddy, legend. Like he's not playing well now. Like Cam Young's had Tessori on the bag. It's not like he's like we've seen this market leap. I love caddies. I think they're super important. both caddies. But, like, just because a caddy's great with somebody else doesn't mean they're going to be great with the next person, right? Caddies are very personal things. And I think that, like, this idea of, like, Bones is going to be great wherever. Like, sure, Bones and JT won a major, but would you say that it's been, like, a rousing success, their partnership? I'd say that he's playing the worst golf of his career right now.
1: Yeah. You know? That's not Bo- that's not a caddy. Yeah, thing. it's not Bose's fault. To...
0: But like it's not like, oh, like I got this caddy, I'm gonna immediately make a leap. Yeah. Like this is just
1: good caddy rant there. This is
0: just an absurd thing. Well, that, we... Like with media, it, it's driven by agents. Agents have guys just be like, you know, the first thing that happens is they start playing bad. We gotta get you a new caddy. Or the second like the greatest thing in golf in general is continuity. Like, continuity and consistency, right? Because, like, there are peaks and valleys in, like, the idea of, like, oh, if I change my caddy every... Like, sure, there are problems. There are times that you need to make changes with your caddy. But, like, this idea of, like, if so-and-so had this caddy, they'd have so many more wins is the most frivolous, stupid, asinine argument ever because it's, like... Dude, those guys might not work as a player yeah. caddy. Uh
1: one thing I would say, uh I think Ted Scott's had a demonstrable effect on That's on, a great on example on of something Sheffler. that's worked really well. Just I'm not saying, you know, Sky Scheffler's great at golf. He's hitting all the shots. He's he's the one that wins. I think it's worked well. It's additive. It's been beneficial. Um not sure about this week. Where are we on Scotty? The putting situation. God. He got He's asked about the... it. He got asked about it a lot in his press conference. And like finally, like the last person who asked him was kind of sheepish. Just, uh one more on the putting. <laughs> it was like kind of this apology to have to keep asking about him. It,
0: but it's uh... Listen, like he can ball strike his way to a major. Yeah. Like and the thing about here, it's probably there's probably twenty it's the way Brooksy laid it out. Realistically, there's twenty guys who can win and 10 of them are going to play bad. Scotty because of the way he's hitting the golf ball is going to be in the mix. Yeah. Like I think he's the safest top 10 bet in the field just because of how great he's hitting the golf ball. Yep. Um historically great. The thing with the putting, I mean every time I've gone to the driving range, he's been on the putting green. <laughs> and <laughs> spending some time there. Which golf's, seems like an golf's issue. Golf's weird. It's like counterintuitive a lot of times. Like, yeah. one of the things about putting is it gets really hard when, when you start
1: to believe there's a problem. Too into it. Yeah. And then like, like you're not using the, working on anything else either. Or, like, well, it's not it's just that he the, needs to be working nonstop, but like if you totally neglect.
0: It's one of those things like sometimes like if you try less yeah. at putting, yeah, it's easier. Yep. And so I think like, I'm not saying that Scotty's going to bomb out, but like, and he might putt great. Maybe all this work like works out and he, and he puts out of this world and he really fixed something. But just in general, like I think that in this, it's a, it's, it's gotta be, it's the hardest thing about pro golf, right? Yeah. It's like these rapid, like declarations and these feelings of like, Oh, something's wrong. I need to fix it. Right. Like, right off the right off the round. Like one of the things that's so hard about golf is like the rashness of, of your mind and the yep. way you think. And I think with Scotty, like maybe just chill out yeah. and like not worry about the putting and it might turn around, but I don't know. It's uh, yep. I did not I didn't, I didn't like the way the stroke looked. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't look confident and that's the problem.
1: Yeah. You got Phil Kenyon over here. Um, all right. Uh, any other tee times? I think Phil Kenyon would be would be leading the two hour putting <laughs> yeah, sessions right. that I've yeah, yeah, been seeing true. Scotty put that's together. Sure the, get in his head. Um, any other tee times that you had?
0: Well, Mark? I mean, obviously you had the big ones. I think the three big ones are Morikawa, Scheffler, Homa, Xander, Hovland, Rahm, and Brooks, Rory, and Hideki. i um, throwing Spieth and Finau. and can't in that one. <laughs> that's three guys, and two guys, <laughs> and Finau. Oh, my God.
1: Okay. I thought lo- what, one last one was 30-inch uh, waist need not apply. Marunk, Neiman, and uh, Harris English. Just a lot of lot of length and a lot of, like, 28-inch waist. Those guys aren't – I mean, Harris is a little more bulky, but I, I saw most they put of those guys are really thin.
0: Wilco Knee Neighbors in the field, yeah, and he's with Luke List, and Summer then um, Alexander De- Del Rey. I hope he's a bomber, too. Yeah. You would hope that Del Rey's like, yep. bombs it because then – you know, we'd have a, uh, we'd have, you know, otherwise Robert he's just tourist. might be just like way behind. Um, I think that that's something Tom, Tom Kim's going to deal with, with Cam Young. He's going to be 60 behind him. We're going to close it out with picks here, but anything we need to clean up
1: on news with uh, schedule for the week, you also have a corn ferry tour event, the Wichita classic. Um, well, and which, you know, we can reiterate our gripe of, of but they
0: the Air Capital. Yeah. They Great got, propeller
1: win. They're getting rid of the, that the propeller rule, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I, we get can get talk points. about this another year. Yeah, we're not going to get next into year, that. And next there's an LPGA year. event at the ShopRite, uh, or I'm sorry, the Meyer Classic. That's at Blythe Field. Uh, news, any live cleanup you want to do about, like, the, obviously the Senate came how, out. With how they about Brooksy? What about him?
0: How about him saying, uh, see you next week at Travelers That's on his way out?
1: Brook sat down and it didn't look like he was gonna be pleasant, but he warmed up when we started talking more about majors. He wasn't live, given Liv an inch, it was like the opposite of a victory lap, opposite of F- Phil, like he said, you know, they wanted to ask him where Phil is boldly sa- bold face said, live schedule allows you to play better for the majors. He was like, no, I just know how to play majors whether I'm on the tour, or like it's not the schedule that's making me play well. Um, I thought
0: it was interesting how he talked about how he feels like, he just has like a preparation edge over everybody else. Uh, yeah. Right? Like yeah. he just like insinuated effectively like to me like what I heard was like these other guys don't know how to do majors like I do.
1: Yeah. Oh, it is. I felt like I was right back at 2019 Pebble at yeah. Beach where he didn't win but he was he was the king of majors and he was talking, he was pissed off about Fox's ad and stuff like that. Like I felt like I was right back like supremely confident. Um, the king of golf right now. He's my pick. Uh, we, I got, it. I pick. got, I got him too. Really? So, yeah. yeah. I think, I think it's if you want to go from the big four or whatever, Rom Scheffler. You want throw Rory, and I think he's like the most in form, and certainly he's back to being the the king of the major approach. And just the way he talked about it, like I love Shinnecock. Everybody else was bitching. Where he talked about how he just goes to the middle of the greens and figures out the hole from there. Looks back, like it's ah, intuitive. It's just super intuitive. Like that's. At a place like this, where all of them are starting to try and figure it out, I did think it was amusing how he doesn't give away strategy, but also like not that that's like the biggest hidden secret strategy, but he went
0: in depth on it. It was cool, yeah, to hear that. He was uh, he was entertaining. I I was I. I was. You pulled me back. I was going to ask about Team Smash. You told me that that I that wasn't were, the right form. I, 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 mean, I, I, I then saw him on the, the range. Were... I was. I made eye contact with him on the range. I thought about just pulling him aside <laughs> and asking him there, but just uh,
1: just pulled back. Um, he didn't seem again not giving Live much of an itch. He's like, ah, I don't know. They asked him about Team Golf, whereas a lot of like the Live sort of loyalists and defectors are.
0: Oh yeah, well, he's it's got team. Be, he's got team turmoil he's, he right now, right? With that. So he's he's like, got a. He's know. got I don't got a, care
1: that we see team golf in the future, or whatever. It I is. guess the,
0: the case against Brooks this week. Here's the case against him. He's fielding trade requests for my, uh, Matthew so Wolff.
1: He's, he's kind of you know he, two, two, <laughs> trying to do two jobs at once. There, yeah. how, how on do you mind? be
0: GM of Smash GC and win a major at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> these are these are problems he didn't have at the Masters No Oak Hills. Team turmoil. Yeah. Uh, do you think Kokrak's disgruntled? I,
1: yes. <laughs> but I think he's also quite happy with the payout. Yeah. I heard someone send us a message about they were at some function with Kokrak. Uh, and they were introducing him. And Kokrak, he's like, he went to Xavier. He won this event. He won this event. He was a uh, All-American or whatever. Um, and he's also part of Team Smash, and he's a cherished member of Team Smash. And Co Crack apparently just burst out laughing when that was like noted as a serious real thing. Co Crack like just started laughing. Um, that's it. Anything else on, on news? Live cleanup. Like the Senate is going to hold hearings, what, which seems bad. What are the, for the big tour. four? Are
0: you fading? Who are the big four? Are you fading this week? Um, or just we'll just say the big. The top ten, top ten players. Who are you fading? I mean, Scotty, maybe because you said he's on the putting green the whole I, day. Yeah, he, what are you gonna fade him to? What he's gonna finish? Well, that's what 15th? I'm saying.
1: Yeah, he's gonna gain twenty strokes on the field. It's tee to green again. I don't know. Like fade. What do you, define fading. For me. What? What do you, th- Rory, do you think? Rory hasn't like- been playing well, but still holding like fifty-four hole leads and top tening it at Oak Hill. I don't think I, I'm super <laughs> enthused about. I mean, Matty if you're Fitz forcing me to choose. He's eighth.
0: What's that, Maddie? Fitz?
1: Uh, no, not necessarily Fitz.
0: Or I think I'm like, fading Fitz. If thought, you're saying the top ten, I thought
1: you were saying top four or the big four, or whatever you want to term it.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I if if this, this picks Pod, I'd fade Fitzy. Okay, why? I, I don't know. I don't, he hasn't played well, and um, yeah, that's a reason to fade someone, <laughs> I suppose. You just go down the list of the of the other guys there, like Scotty. Rom, Rory, like we know Rory can play bad and finish 15th, right? Yeah. Uh, And he's driving the ball so well that I can't foresee. Like if you drive the ball, especially this place, in a weird way, and this is super counterintuitive, but I think like driving the ball well here is actually more valuable than driving the ball well at Oak Hill. And people would say that's yeah, stupid. It's narrow. I know what you're saying. But like, if you drive the ball well here, you'll actually get rewarded for separation. driving the ball
1: well. Yeah, a little more separation for your skill or your success.
0: So with Rory, if he drives the ball well, he's going to have so many opportunities. Um, that again, but it'll what comes just, after the drive? Th- I mean, that's a the question, right? Yeah. I think I, I think the from the long iron standpoint, like you you love the long irons yo totally right and there's gonna be a lot of them yep so i
1: think he's it's hard for me to say he's going to play poorly or bad or you know we've just watched him now keep contending even leading even with maybe not his absolute best stuff for the last month or so but he's i don't know he could turn that on yeah seems like it'll fit him well all right i think that does it for our preview we're both taking brooks I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. I don't have any. I think we could be just one major late. Uh, We are as we're recording this, though. It sounds like um, Jay Monahan has had a health situation, a medical situation. So hope he's doing well. He seems like a very good person that a lot of people like. So uh, he's been the Senate thing came out. How about the letter? That didn't seem good. Then his letter this morning. (laughs)
0: Who told him to blame it on them? I mean, telling
1: Congress that he's supposed to rescue or help with his business or I don't know, at least shield them from the Saudis. I didn't know. That didn't seem like a great strategy. But as we're recording this, um, he's had a medical situation, which is really. I hope he's okay. I know. That's terrible. Like, uh, he seems like, a you know, most people really like him as a person. Um, So hopefully he's doing okay. Um, But. Yeah, that's where we're at as we finish our preview show. All right.
0: We'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy
1: Wednesday. Maybe we'll be back. Who knows? Enjoy your Wednesday. Go to bdraddy.com. Use promo code SGS30. And we'll be here all week with the daily pods from the U.S. Open.